Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 250. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Welcome to another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. And actually, we give away a book to a random person who has submitted a question every single month on the first of the month, which is tomorrow if you can believe it. So if you wanna be in the raffle happening at midnight tonight, send in a question. I'll let you know right after today's Q&A how to do that. So with that, let's jump right in as we optimize your life. Hi, this is Tasha, and I'm calling because I was wondering, I've been hearing a lot of positives about high-intensity interval training, and like most busy people, I'm always looking to get the most bang for my buck in the shortest amount of time when it comes to exercise. So I'm wondering, what is the best way to high-intensity interval train? Are there certain exercises that are better to do than others? Is there a certain length of time that you should do each exercise? Is it better to do a few rounds of the same five moves or like three rounds of five different moves? Or does any of that even matter? Any insight would be much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for your question, Tasha. Just two weeks ago, my students were asking me this very same question. I teach them exercise physiology and basically prepare them to be personal trainers like me. So they asked many of the same questions you did about the potential benefits of high-intensity interval training, which I'll just call HIT from now on. They asked me, how should we get started? Is it safe? Is it effective for most people, etc.? So, since this is all fresh in my mind, let's jump right in. I want to first address this issue of safety. The American College of Sports Medicine, considered by many to be the authority on all things exercise, does not believe that HIT is safe for those they consider, quote, high risk. These include individuals with pre-existing conditions like cardiovascular disease or diabetes. Those that would be identified as high risk also include folks that experience cardiovascular-related symptoms when they exercise, like chest pain or pain in the muscles in their limbs that tends to go away when they stop exercising. So for the longest time, researchers were afraid to push anyone with a history of chronic disease to perform HIT for fear of them really having a cardiovascular event, like a heart attack, during exercise. But now, researchers are becoming a little bit more brave and have been studying these high-risk groups and discovering that HIT may be safe for most people, even those living with cardiovascular diseases or diabetes. Now, before jumping right in, pun intended, and starting a HIT program yourself, it's always a good idea to double-check with your doctor to be sure. For now, let's assume you were cleared to perform HIT and let's talk about specifics, like 
which exercises you should perform. For those that are just starting out, I like to recommend movements that don't require a lot of gym-related equipment, basically moves that you could perform comfortably in your living room. So most of the exercises I recommend use the person's body weight and gravity as the main forces of resistance. I also like to incorporate large muscle groups. By using large muscle groups, you will actually end up recruiting smaller muscle groups at the same time. This is because we recruit these smaller muscles to help you move the larger ones. So for example, when you do a pull-up, yes, you're definitely using the muscles in your back. Well, pull-ups are thought to be a back move, but you're also using your shoulders, forearms, and biceps to help with that pull-up. So it's like getting a total body workout without having to do all of those specific isolation exercises, like doing sets of just bicep curls to get those big biceps. Okay, I've kept you in suspense long enough. Here are the exercises I like to encourage folks to start with. The aforementioned pull-ups, push-ups, plank, sometimes called forward-leaning raise, same thing, squats, and skipping rope. Now, you actually don't need a real jump rope here. I'll explain in a second. That's pretty much all you need to get started. But what if performing a pull-up or a push-up is too difficult? That's okay. There are simple ways to modify these moves. For example, if you cannot do a single pull-up, That's okay, don't feel badly about it. But what you can do is put a stable, a very stable chair or a very stable step stool below the pull-up bar. Then place one foot on the very stable chair as you pull your body up to the bar. When your back and your arms start to struggle and you can't quite get your chin over the bar, push off the chair with your leg to help give you that extra height. Now remember, This is not a leg exercise. It's supposed to be a back and arm exercise. So don't let your leg do all the work. What if you can't do a push-up? Variations exist here as well. As we know, a push-up should be performed starting in a plank position with your hands planted firmly directly beneath your shoulders, your arms in a locked position, and your back, your bottom, and your legs are flexed and in a straight line. Your toes should also be flexed and making contact with the floor. But just this position can be challenging for some. So one variation of a push-up is to drop your knees down to the floor to remove some of that extra weight and resistance. If this is still too difficult, stand up, find a flat wall, and use that to do wall push-ups. When you actually perform the move, go as low as you comfortably can. Then as you come back up to the top of the movement, be sure your arms are straight and locked out. Now the plank or forward leaning raise is basically the starting point of a push-up that I just described. So instead of allowing your body to move towards the ground as you do the push-up, you hold that starting push-up position for as long as you can. When you're just starting out trying to do the plank, 10 seconds will feel like an eternity. Keep at it, I promise you will get better. Now a variation of the plank is to actually go down to your elbows instead of keeping your arms locked in a straight position. This is also a nice alternative in case you have wrist issues. For squats, you don't need any weight here. For beginners, I put a chair, a bench, an ottoman, etc. behind the person. I have them stand with their feet about shoulder width apart, toes pointed just slightly out in front of that chair or bench or ottoman. Then I tell them to bend their knees and push their bottom out as if they're going to sit on the chair I just placed behind them. As they do this, I have them lift their arms straight out in front of them for balance. Once their bottom touches the chair, 
I encourage them to engage their glutes, hamstrings, quads, and abs to stand back up and bring their arms down to their sides simultaneously. That would count as one squat. Now, what about the skipping rope thing? First, I only recommend this for those with no underlying knee or back issues. The reason I like a little bit of jump training is that when we incorporate jump training, it forces our bones to pull the calcium in from our blood, making the bones stronger. Now, if you have a jump rope, definitely use it. But if you don't or just don't trust yourself to be coordinated enough to use it, you don't need one to perform this move. We'll call it in this case, invisible jump rope. It works like this. Stand with both arms at the level of your hips, palms facing up as if you were really holding jump rope handles in both hands. Then start to rotate your wrists. Move them as if you're actually swinging the jump rope. As you do this, start to gently hop up and down, maybe using both feet or maybe alternating between your right and left foot. Imagine the rope is sweeping below your feet as you hop. That's all there is to it. It sounds easy, but I guarantee you'll feel the burn very, very soon. So how long then should you perform each exercise and how many rounds of each should you do? This is actually more difficult for me to answer. There are so many variations. A lot of it's gonna depend on your current level of fitness, but I'm not gonna leave you hanging. I'll give you some examples to get you started. Feel free to modify as needed, get creative. Please know that these are not set in stone. Routine one could look something like this. Perform 20 push-ups, either wall push-ups on your knees or full push-ups, then rest for 30 seconds. Then, after those 30 seconds are up, perform 20 squats, then rest for another 30 seconds. Then, after those 30 seconds, perform five pull-ups. Rest for 30 seconds again and start over with the push-ups. Then do the squats, then do the pull-ups, and repeat this entire cycle for a total of five times. Routine two, which is just a variation of the one I just described, could go like this. Perform 100 push-ups all in a row. Well, you can rest in between when your muscles get tired, but try and perform as many push-ups as you can as fast as you can. Then rest for one minute once the 100 push-ups are done. After that, after you've rested for one minute, perform 100 squats. Then rest for one minute. Finally, perform 25 pull-ups. Then you're done. No need to repeat the cycle. But it was just a variation of the routine I just described. So rather than doing 20 push-ups, then 20 squats, then five pull-ups and repeating five times, you just do them all at once. Routine three, do one minute of invisible jump rope followed immediately by 15 seconds of plank. Repeat this cycle for 15 minutes total. So Tasha, as you can see, the number of reps for each exercise, the rest period, the number of rounds, etc., can vary greatly. No matter how you choose to mix things up, here are two ways to help you decide whether you got in a good hit workout. One, while you're performing the workout, you find it difficult to speak because you're breathing so hard. And two, when you're done, you feel pretty wiped. I tell my students, if you're otherwise healthy, you have no underlying health conditions, the walk back to your car after your workout should feel tiring. Or if you're working out at home, the walk to the shower should feel exhausting. That's how you know you got in a good workout. Best of luck, Tasha. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 
350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you again for the question. You'll be entered into a very small raffle on the first of every month to win a book from us. And believe it or not, That's tonight at midnight. So if you want to be in the raffle, send in a question today. Just come by oldpodcast.com. There's a red bar along the side of the page that you can click on and record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. You can play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Both methods are in this episode's description at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for spending your week with us. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.